I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amber Lee here. Amber Lee Lyons, that is, your main Chakra Girl, your spiritual BFF, and the founder of the Chakra Girl Co., where I work with women to be intentional AF while living their best lives and balancing their chakras. Everybody needs more chakra balance, guys. Trust me. Today is literally freaking fun. I feel like I say this all the time, but we're chatting with Elena Davies and you guys, she is really fucking fun. You're going to want to listen to this. Um, if you feel like, you know, just hanging with the girls and having a laugh, listen to this episode. She's literally my new girl crush. She was a contestant on big brother, which is super fun. And she has a really fun online platform where she keeps it real. Um, while she's like flaunting her amazing fashion inspo, totally follow her. She's super, super funny. Um, so there's some real realness in this episode. We're talking about finding balance in your relationship when you're total opposites. Um, we're talking about how to look inwards when you're in a less than ideal environment. I know I get so many questions about how to feel grounded when you're traveling and stuff like that. So we're talking about that, um, especially considering she was in the big brother house, which is like the least grounding situation ever. So we're giving tips on that. Plus we're talking about healthy communication and relationships and how to stop sweeping it under the rug. You got to just let that shit out. So this episode is brought to you by my chakra meditation bundle that I created for women who want to stop being a hot mess and just finally find balance and Zen. Um, I, 
keep getting emails from you guys just saying how much you're loving the meditations and how they've already changed your lives. And it's so, so great because these meditations are a compilation of things that I've read and think, you know, meditations that I've done and teachings that I've learned. And I really compiled them into these meditations that are for you guys to help you change your life the way that I did from hot mess, like trust me, I was a hot mess to major success. And trust me, guys, I'm a major success now. (laughs) Um, So I'm not kidding. Like these meditations literally change everything. And if you're someone who has trouble meditating or has trouble sticking to a constant meditation practice, these will totally help you. So go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So that's chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. Now, go buy them. Oh, also, you're getting $10 off. Hello. Definitely go buy them. So first, you're going to like fill out your information, name, address, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. And then you're going to get the payment page. And when you get to the payment page, there's going to be a link um, that says, do you have a coupon code? The coupon code is podcast and you're getting $10 off. So that means they're only $27. Think of all the $27 that you've wasted on things that don't make your life better. Go use $27, something that's going to make you tons of money. Go, go, go. Okay. (sighs) That was a mouthful. Anyways, I'm finally feeling back in the groove of life after the long, long trip that my husband and I took, like bouncing all over the place. And it feels good. This weekend, I literally had the best weekend. We, you know, watched a cheesy Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) We had a dinner party at my place, which was surprisingly not stressful at all. We cleaned, we did laundry. And then on Sunday, we took our dog, my little son, he's just like, the best thing in my life. Um, we took him for a walk and we, on the way home, we found a pub that allows dogs on the balcony. So it's like this beautiful waterfront place and we can like sit out there, have a glass of rosé with the pooch. And it's just so, so nice. He never gets to partake in our fun pub days and now he does. So that's my life. Just taking it chill. And then I have so much travel coming up though. I'm kind of going nuts, but we'll see if I can get through it all. Um, I'm going to our wine country, um, this weekend for a bachelorette party. And then a week after that, I'm going back for a wedding and then I come back for one day and then I'm going to Iceland and Paris and South of France with my husband. Um, actually Iceland is with a client of mine. Um, and then my husband's meeting me in Paris and we're doing some France traveling, which I'm super pumped about. Paris is like, I meant to live there. I really feel that way. But then I feel like it maybe won't be as magical if I live there. So I'm not going to live there. Um, But yeah, super excited about Paris. And then, yeah, just so much more. Guys, I'm just, I know, white girl problems. I'm complaining about really good things, but I'm fucking tired. I am tired. Anyways, sucking it up, doing some kundalini and getting on with my life. Let's get into the chakra tip of the day that actually came to me while I was doing kundalini, and it is about 
getting out of your head when you're an obsessive thinker. So I literally am always thinking of things. And that is a blessing and a curse because it allows me to manifest really quickly because I'm like obsessively thinking of things. But it's also tiring. And it's like, ah, can I like get a minute to be present? Um, so it's kind of funny. Like I was just like doing a Kundalini practice at home and I just like realized like, um, okay, why am I entertaining all of these thoughts? Like, why am I entertaining the fears? Why am I entertaining? Like, what if this doesn't happen? Or what if this happens in the wrong way? Or like, why even waste your brain space with that? So one thing that came to mind is like, stop trying. So if I like stop trying to force things to turn out a certain way, then they're more likely to turn out the way that I want them to turn out. So for example, like say you're like, going on a date and you're like, I need to be really funny. I need to be cute. I need to be cool. And you're like, that's going through your head the whole time. Like, Oh my God. Okay. I need to be this way. What if I'm not cool? What if I'm not cute? What if I'm not funny? And then it's like you trying to control the situation that is actually stopping you from being cute, funny, and cool. Cause naturally you are cute, funny, and cool, but you're like obsessing and like telling yourself that you're not, or telling yourself that you have to try. So if we could just remove the trying and remove move the like, what if it doesn't happen? Think of how much more clear our brains would be and how much more we would get done and how much more we would just be our fun, amazing selves and how much more we would just manifest what we wanted rather than manifesting what we don't want. So ways to do this. I know it's really hard, but it's all about mindfulness. So even just like checking in with yourself and being like, okay, is this thought necessary? Is this, is this thought serving me? And we actually talk about this a little bit in today's episode, which is kind of ironic, but, um, yeah, just like being so mindful of your thoughts and kind of just like laughing it off. Like when you see yourself going down a rabbit hole of like stupid thoughts, just be like, huh, huh where am I going with this? And then just like, stop them. Just don't let the thoughts go there. Um, okay. And then in terms of that, so third eye chakra guys, when you work out or when you are meditating, just like really focus your attention on the space in between your eyes. And like just putting energy there really allows you to clear out those thoughts. And I know sometimes, you know, in meditation, it'll be like, focus on your breath or focus on this. I really just like to focus on looking at the third eye. Um, and I swear it just like makes things more clear. Um, and that's exactly what it is. Like the third eye is about inward reflection and clarity of mind. So yeah, check in with that third eye guys, stopping an obsessive thinker and a freak. Okay. Okay, let's do a chakra shout out. Okay, so I have kind of two, but it's for one thing. I want to shout out crystal infused water. I bought a soji water bottle and it has an amethyst in it. So you fill it up with water, the amethyst goodness and like the good vibes from the crystal go into the water and then you drink it. I swear it makes me feel more calm and relaxed. Like when I work out and I use this water bottle or when I'm just like trying to chill out, I've just been like way more relaxed. Maybe it's placebo. I don't know, 
but it works because crystals have vibrations. The vibrations go into the water. It's science, guys. So get yourself a crystal water bottle. I also... Um, there's a company called Girl Undiscovered, and I'm going to post a link to them. They have amazing beauty products. I got this like amazing honey face scrub that makes my, my face feel so freaking nice. And they also sent me a crystal infused water for your face. So like you put it on cotton balls or, um, like a makeup pad or whatever, and you put it on your face and it's like putting the love from the crystals onto your skin. And I think there's like a citrine and a rose quartz or something in it. Um, but it's so beautiful and their branding is amazing. So shouting out Soji water bottles and girl undiscovered for their crystal infused face water and their other face product products, which are so, so amazing. Um, and I'll be posting about these on the gram as well. So if you're not following me, go follow me. It's at the chakra girl co all right guys let's get into this episode with elena davies guys dare i say she's my new best friend i don't know sorry old best friend but i just met someone new and we really hit it off so here we go Hey everyone, welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. This is going to be a really fun fucking episode. We have Elena Davies. She is a fashion blogger. She's a bombshell from Big Brother. She <laughs> has a massive following and it's just so funny um, to, to chat with her and connect with her. I know I've been following her for a long time. She is a total fashion inspiration for me. You guys have to totally go follow her. She describes herself as equal parts charming and abrasive, which is like my two, my two favorite ways to be. So totally in love. She's also found the love of her life on the show. So can't wait to talk to that. Welcome to the show, Elena. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So excited. To have <laughs> I love you. a good intro, Brett, by the way. That was beautiful. Oh, yay. Will I, you follow me around and just Yeah, <laughs> I just I'll call my you every morning. Yeah, every <laughs> single morning and I'll just tell you how amazing you are. I've never felt more empowered than I do right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I am a badass. She's right. <laughs> yeah, you are a badass. A bombshell and a badass. I love it. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Yay. So happy to have you. So let's get into our slumber party questions and get loosey-goosey in this bee. Okay. okay. What is your daily practice? Do you have one? What do you do? <laughs> kind of. Um, I am blessed without the structure of a nine to five. So you'll catch me up at like 8 a.m. some mornings and then not up till noon some mornings, depending on <laughs> what I did the night before. I, I I feel like I get really creative at night. So sometimes I'll be busier once it hits like 11, 12, 1 a.m. Um, but my morning practice is really just taking a minute to like cuddle my dog, kiss Mark. Um, I, skincare is really important to me. So I love waking up and getting in the bathroom and going through my nine step skincare ritual. Mm. And um, Mark and I, my boyfriend from reality TV shows, <laughs> uh, we spent a lot of time in the Big Brother house out on the hammock in the house. And so our fans gifted us this amazing hammock. Oh. And I love when it's just like a beautiful Texas morning and I can go outside with Mark and or Lily and just lay outside and kind of get the sun. Like, I feel like that really energizes me, but, um, sometimes I do none of that. 
So I wouldn't say I have a ritual, but there's things I definitely enjoy and try to do. Amazing. So those are the kind of like grounding morning joy situations. Yeah. I must ask, who do you kiss first, the dog or Mark? Oh, <laughs> that's a good I always question. go for my dog, and then I feel it's like definitely my dog. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, you're here too. Husband. I know, but a lot of times, <laughs> if Mark gets up before me, he'll leave the room. Yeah, to let me keep sleeping. Yeah. Um. So sometimes I wake up and he's not here, and then if I wake up before him, I'm not as polite to leave the room. But no. I do just lay there, and I won't kiss him awake until I get really bored. Yeah, exactly. I I feel that. Okay. It's not just me that goes straight for the dog. No, I can't help it. I feel I, like I birthed her. <laughs> I know. They're just so cute. And they fun. are. It's the best. Okay. So what is your go-to cocktail order? Oh, that's fun. I really mix it up a lot. I don't prefer tequila, but I love doing um, whiskeys and I like finding new ways to, to mix a whiskey, but just a, a straight whiskey and Sprite or like whiskey and ginger, Mm. um, is great. Um, my mom got me into spiced rum and ginger ale, Mm. but I have to be in a mood for it. But when I'm in the mood, it is good. I feel like that would be a very Texas drink. Like if I was to go to Texas, I would order a whiskey. There is my favorite bar in Fort Worth is called Magnolia, Magnolia Motor Lounge. And they have a signature drink there called the Sharon Jean. Mm-hmm. And it's named after a, one of the patrons, another regular. And it is um, vo- cucumber vodka with, um, I believe, just like soda water and some lemon. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, depending on who my bartender is, they'll put like a little bit of mint or something else in it. And it is so refreshing and great. And anytime I, my old ritual before Big Brother, I would always go there during the day sit on the patio, listen to live music and drink my Sharon Jean. And it was just so refreshing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So first off, um, new life goal to have a drink named after me. I know. Right. Like (laughs) that really is on my bucket list. I'm like, why am I not important enough? Like, what do I need to do? to? Why am I not drinking enough frequently (laughs) at a specific place that they don't have a drink named after me? See, That might be your problem, but it's definitely not mine because I know I'm drinking frequently enough at a specific place. Yeah, I just, they can't name wine after me because I'm not making it. So this is, I need to switch it up. There is, you need to create a cocktail and yeah. then I okay, think no, wait, I, I do have a story about this. So me and my girlfriends, we, so two of my girlfriends, they have like similar business to me and we created this um, online marketing program called the bombshell. So we jokingly were like, oh, we were calling it the triple threat bombshell. So we were like, that sounds like a shot. We should like make that into a shot. And when we went to Vegas for New Year's, the three of us were together and we're like, let's just like order it and see what they come up with. And they brought us this yummy, like pink, shot I don't even know what was in it but it was very on brand flowers in it yeah it was super on brand (laughs) yeah so maybe that's what I need to start manifesting yeah just go in there just make up go in there be like I would like an Elena Davies please they'll be like what's that and be like oh just make it up whatever you think yeah just whip it together whip it together and then you got to get people to go in there and ask for it like get your pay your friends to go in and ask for it and then that's what I should do with my massive following I've been doing it wrong I've I've had this following for how long and I haven't convinced them to like just go into Chili's and ask for <laughs> Elena Davies. Okay, bar. if it's at Chili's, that would be goals. <laughs> That's like 
<laughs> That's like worldwide. I know, right? I was like, what's the most important chain restaurant? <laughs> Chili's, obviously. Chili, for sure. <laughs> I do oh love God. chilies. <laughs> you know what? If I'm at an airport and there's a chilies, you better believe I'm going there. One of my favorite things that's happened to me since I've been out of Big Brother is I tweeted, I got into a conversation on Twitter about chilies and they sent me a freaking care package and it came with like a hundred dollar Chili's gift card, a Chili's water bottle, a Chili's sweater. Oh and I was God. like, you better believe I'm wearing this Chili's sweater and taking my Chili's water bottle. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is amazing. Okay. So you already have an in. I do. I know okay. somebody that knows somebody on their social media team. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to get in. We you need to get in. I'm latching onto this. I'm like, we need to get in there. That's fine. You can, <laughs> you can join the movement. I invite you. <laughs> Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Next question. What is your, do you use crystals or essential oils or like any specific tools to like feel grounded? I've not gotten into the crystals thing, but I was just researching it like a week or two ago. Um, just trying to like learn a little bit more about it, but I do love oils and I've been using oils for years. Mm. So I'm a fan. She's an oil girl. I'm an oil girl. Like a go-to oil. Yes. um, I love, which I think it, maybe some of the names line up with which brands you use. Yeah. Um, But I've, I've always just had the Young Living ones. Um, Mm. I don't know what the, I I don't have enough education to know the comparison between brands or whatever, but um, I love their Thieves oil and I'll use it, um, for even like cleaning my house, like my oh. stuff, it's really like kills bacteria. Um, other than that, my three favorites are lemon because it's great for my skin. So if I feel like a pimple popping up mm. underneath there, I'll put lemon on. If it's a really big one, I'll put frankincense on top of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, peace and calming, which oh. I think that's again a name. Right probably under- like lavender situation yeah I think there's like eucalyptus and lavender it's definitely like a hybrid oil but that that one I in particular I love but yeah frankincense I think is is it is it not just like the oil of all oils I know it's like a cure-all it's it's like the what do they call it the pusher oil so if you really need one other oil to work you put frankincense on top of that and it like like oh I didn't know that yeah it's supposed to be a pusher oil so even if you're not using something you don't need something in frankincense if you put it on top of another oil that you're supposed that you want the benefits from it'll it'll make it work better it's kind of my understanding like it makes everything (laughs) taste better exactly (laughs) that's a great first thing that comes to my head is food related yeah no but I relate to that (laughs) what is your current beauty hack that you're like obsessed with um I recently found this foundation that I don't think is popular at all and I've I actually kept it my own little secret for a while and then realized I have don't know why I'm not sharing this with everyone. <laughs> it's not like it helps me more, but it's called Oxygenetics. Have you ever heard of it? No. So I have been struggling after Big Brother with my skin and having, I think it's mostly been like a hormonal imbalance. Mm. That's the side effect is some skin issues. I've heard and- a lot of people that go on reality shows that have skin issues after. 
Really? I wonder if it's about like being pulled out of your environment and like really like not, I don't know, not there has to be some science because my hair did the same thing. Like my hair is so thin. Mm -hmm. It doesn't grow. Yes. Um, I know someone else who said that I'm not going to call her out, but I know fully know someone else that I've talked to that said she was like missing chunks of hair. Yeah. It's insane. And I, I do understand like, I, I only have lived through big brother, but from what I've talked to and learned about from other shows, just to, like what you said, I, I always describe Big Brother as being plucked out of normalcy mm-hmm. and thrown into a toxic environment. Yeah. And you're surrounded by, if you think about the premise of Big Brother, and I don't know if your listeners are familiar, but I describe it as the real world meets survivor. Yeah. And you are playing a game in a fight for $500,000. Yeah. You're in a house. Manipulating people. <laughs> With people that are handpicked to really get on your nerves or push your buttons, you know, casting is, I mean, they, they do, they work overtime. Let me tell you. Yeah. And yeah, you're playing a social, mental, strategic, physical game where there's lying and manipulation and backstabbing, and there's nothing else to distract you from that. And even just things like in big brother, where you have the aspect of being a have not, and it's part of their, they, they deprive you. They want to take your life's luxuries away from you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a social experiment. Above all else, Big Brother is a social experiment. And it's like we're little guinea pigs, you know, being watched by- It's like by, Lord of the Flies. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Flies meets The Hunger Games meets like rat race. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's slash you're in an aquarium. Like you are fish being yeah. watched by millions. Yeah. So it's a really strange environment to go out of your regular life and be thrown into. And you're there for not just a couple weeks, but a few months. And as much as humans are adaptable, and we are, we adapt to our environment very quickly. It's, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take a toll on you. Like the, the food that we had there isn't the food that I'm, the quality of food I'm used to. Yeah. The products yeah, I'm using on my skin and like, hair. What do you eat? I mean, it's nothing horrible, but... Um, it's not like organic, fresh. Products. Yeah, there's just yeah. not always yeah. a ton of healthy options. Yeah. And like we get restocked with food once a week and the eggs are gone within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then within 48 hours, the, the quality meat is gone. And, you know, by the time we three or four days are up, like the fruit and vegetables are kind of gone bad. Mm-hmm. And you wait until that next Thursday or Friday when you're restocked and there's always a have not or two or five. And being a have not means you're taking cold showers. You're sleeping in a challenging environment on our season. It was spike beds and you're only eating what they call slop. And it's a vitamin and protein fortified oatmeal basically. Oh my God. And so you're just missing what your body is used to the nutrition, the, the luxuries products, that are good for your skin and hair. And of course, just the stress that you go through And there, it must take a toll on, on, I know it takes a toll on you mentally, but you know, seeing these side effects on my hair and my skin has been. So what does this, did you say it's a concealer or a foundation? It's a foundation. And I felt like I got myself into this like horrible endless cycle because I was having my problem area was at my chin it's just like nothing, no products, no facial, no anything I could do was clearing it up. It was like an internal thing. But I was also putting on this super full, heavy matte coverage um, foundation and concealer to cover it up. 
and it was making it like worse and spread. Yeah. But I was so insecure about it that I had kept doing it. And I found this, um, this foundation called Oxygenetics and it is like really, really full coverage but light and airy, and it's actually good for your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but plastic surgeons and estheticians, like if you get a chemical peel and you're not supposed to wear makeup for seven to 10 days, you're allowed to wear oxygenetics. If you go get like neck or facelift surgery, you can wear oxygenetics like on top of oh, your- Oh, okay. Skin. I need to find this because I get microneedling and you're not supposed to wear makeup after. But. Yeah. I'm actually sitting here talking to you right now, just having had my face burned off a couple days oh, ago yeah. <laughs> with an IPL and Harmony uh, pixel laser. Oh and my so God. I can, I have plans tonight and tomorrow morning and I'm not going to look like I normally do, but I can cover my face. And this, like, I kind of just look like I walked off the hills, have eyes set. Yeah. Like, I mistaked my face wash for acid. (laughs) But I can cover this with that oxygenetics, and it does not irritate or damage or upset my skin. And I am obsessed with it. So that's my, like, I feel like it's just a regular thing, but I, I feel like it's so amazing that it's actually a beauty hack. Mm, yeah okay I need to find this I'll I'll, I'll, I'll slide in your dms I'll send you all slide it in the dms yeah (laughs) in the show notes too because that's like I honestly need I need this in my life you do everybody does yes okay so one last slumber party question and then we'll get into talking about all the exciting things going on with you but what is your guilty pleasure that you think good people probably don't do uh, the first thing that comes to mind is reality TV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just something about watching trash on television that so good. it's fun. It's I, I think I've ruined it for myself by participating in it. Yeah. But <laughs> You're like, are you, do you like watch it now and be like, oh, I know the producers did this or I know. Oh, totally. Mark, he cannot watch TV with it, especially any kind of reality TV. He's like, I can't watch it with you anymore. You have, you ruin any kind of fun that was left in it for me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Because not only do you think it, you say it out loud and ruin it forever. Oh yeah. And at like, a really <laughs> obnoxious volume. Yeah. <laughs> and aside from that, I would say like ice cream for breakfast. Oh, brilliant. It happens sometimes. I'm 27. I'm not afraid to admit that I don't always fuel my body properly. Well, that's the best part of being an adult. You can eat what you want when you want. No one can tell you no. It is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So out of this like crazy experience that you had, you walked away with something or someone and how's that going? You know, every day is a new adventure. (laughs) (laughs) So you've now moved in with Mark. Yes, we are in a house here in uh, Dallas-ish, Texas. And, you know, that that is the thing. Like, I did not go on Big Brother to find a boyfriend. I was so anti-love. All I wanted was to go be a badass, kick ass, like, take names and win that thing. And that is not even sort of what happened. But <laughs> it's funny to see how, you know, the the saying where it's like, you make plans and God laughs. Yeah. And I just see that I could speak for hours on like the tiny littlest details that put me and placed me 
in that Big Brother house when I was there, just everything that really led me to that point and the intention, I believe now, was not to win, but um, of course to experience something amazing. And it, it was a dream come true for me, but to meet Mark. And everyone sees our love story on on TV and he was such a teddy bear and and really pursuing me. And then our love story on social media and after the show, um, and, and it's amazing to have really the coolest part of it is to get to, to watch our love story play back. I mean, we have clip after clip after clip of us at the early stages of our relationship and who gets that? It's so cool. Yeah. Um, but we are also just like two regular people that are from two different places in this world and have different backgrounds. And we, it's not, I mean, as much as it is a fairy tale, it's also not. Like We have the same struggles other couples have, plus a, a relationship in the public eye. So um, I think the thing that I, I love to remind people is that so the world of social media, it's, it's showcasing your best moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people can get on there and feel, feel so easily down about themselves or like they're lacking something or missing something because they see someone else's best filtered moment. Totally. And um and that's not the case. Everybody is real and raw behind an Instagram filter and behind a face tune and a professional photographer and a styled outfit and yeah. And and me and Mark are the same. So even though we put our best moments online, I actually try to put some of our not the best moments online, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just to remind people that that we're just as real as they are and um, and we fight and have meltdowns and explosions. And then um, we also yeah. have like some of the cutest, most adorable, heartfelt, cherished moments too. So, <laughs> and yeah. then we do all of that with, again, like that public eye and our relationship being, being out there and being covered by magazines and talked about on, you know, social media it's it's an interesting thing to experience yeah so like what so what what challenges do you experience like together as a couple by being in the public eye like what are are certain things kind of like amplified or what have you guys experienced I think one thing I feel is like that that pressure sometimes I let that the social media thing blind me too and I'm and I even see myself comparing to other couples that are in the public eye or even not, but, but only looking at their social media moments. Yeah. And I, I, I do the same thing that people probably do to me. I do it too to others. Yeah. And so, it's almost like you're, not only do you have to worry about, is my relationship good enough? You have to worry about, does my relationship look good enough to everyone else? Yeah. And w- the thing is, is like people are so quick to judge and because I had hesitations about dating Mark on TV and in the middle of a game, I wanted to play and win that now people are like, well, she didn't even like you in the house. Well, are you so simple minded that you can imagine, you can't imagine that there were hundreds of other moments that didn't make it on CBS of yeah. me and Mark, yeah. you know, not to, I'm not criticizing CBS at all. I think they do a phenomenal job uh, telling all the 16 plus storylines that are going on in that house. But yeah, they definitely played they up. They can't show element. it all. They yeah. can't, absolutely not. But, and they definitely played up the element of our relationship where I was 
expressing concerns or like, I don't know if I can date on, on network television, or I didn't come here to date. And instead of the moments where I, you know, know he's upset and I go in the have not room where he is in the middle of the night to check on him. So just hearing and seeing hate from, from fans and trolls on the internet saying that I'm not good enough for Mark. And, um, you know, I, I was a certain way in the house. It's, you can ignore and ignore and ignore. And that's what other people who don't experience the amount and level of hate that I get can so easily tell me, well, just ignore it. And I'm like, yeah, well, if you were on the internet and every other message you were reading was a, you know, a kill yourself tweet. At some point you let that kind of (laughs) get in your head and you want to be defensive and you want to prove these people wrong. But I have to step back and remember, like if they're so simple-minded that they can't understand that, post-production and editing happens and that they probably were just a fan of someone else on the show. So they're like projecting. Yeah, they're biased. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm a Paul fan and, and Elena went against Paul. And so she's horrible. And I'm like, yeah. what, on what grounds do you have proof of my horribleness? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they project out what they want me to be because of our differences. Yeah. So it's every, yeah, it's just, it's a million different challenges, but as much as people go out of their way to be hateful, there are so many people that go out of their way to be kind and lift us up and encourage us and pray for us. Like I know and believe wholeheartedly that there are a group of fans out there that like intercede in prayer every single day for me and Mark. And the fact that I'm so lucky to have people lifting me up that I've never even met in person is amazing. So it's, it's kind of taking the bad with the good and the good with the bad. And yeah. And I mean, you've probably learned a lot as well. Like, what would you say your biggest like relationship tips are like the biggest things you've learned about relationships are in this experience? Um, I mean, so many things I haven't been in a relationship in, in years. And so I have to remember that relationships don't function without a little bit of selflessness and a little bit of sacrifice and a little bit of changing your, your perspective. So it's, I think my mindset is the thing that, that has changed the most. And that has to do with the fans and the trolls and the tweets and the media. And it also has everything to do with just me and Mark in our most intimate, alone, private moments. Mm -hmm. And just really forcing my, my mind to to stay somewhere that is is fair and selfless and let kind of love control that rather than my stubbornness. Because yeah. Mark and I are both only children, single parents, and I was my mom's whole world, still am. And yeah. he, he felt that same thing. So I, this sounds crazy, but it's like that kind of translate. Like the fact that we didn't have siblings and didn't have to in our, in our really developmental years, especially learn about <laughs> sharing. Yeah. And I don't think I wouldn't ever describe myself as a selfish person, which is crazy, but some of that stuff really does interfere with our relationship and our, in our ability to communicate. Mm. So my, my best like learning, I guess, takeaway has been communicating, um, a hundred percent of everything. Mm-hmm. I, I think, especially getting into big brother. And then the takeaway with Mark from that is I I don't always want to communicate, especially if it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
And what I've learned is it's a lot more comfortable to just communicate it than to let it build up and it turn into something worse. Yeah, I was listening to something about that today and it was like, someone was saying like, yeah, I always thought I was a great communicator because like, yeah, at parties, I'll go talk to anyone. (laughs) But it's not about like communicating in those easy times. It's about when something's super fucking awkward and uncomfortable, like bringing it up and getting it out of the way. And like, when you do that, you're creating space for more goodness um, rather Mm -hmm. than just like harboring on. It's so crazy. Like that is the most true And I'm the same way. Like I was on radio. I feel like one of my better (laughs) qualities is communicating and being in clarity, just being really clear about what I, what I say. And so I would always describe myself as a great communicator. And then the other thing that I've realized too, is I never would let anyone see my emotions. Mm. Um, And not that I didn't experience them, but I certainly would push them down. And I had a great control over my emotions. So if I was mad or sad or happy or whatever, I felt like it was a vulnerability thing. Yeah. I need to invite you. Like, I'm not just going to cry or do anything in front of anyone. Like, that is a very personal, intimate thing. Like, you need an invitation. Yeah. That. (laughs) That's not just for anyone and everyone. So I was very composed on Big Brother. And I used to take a lot of pride in that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm composed and controlled in my emotion and I'm an, I'm an excellent communicator. Dating Mark has showed me that I am actually emotionally unhealthy mm-hmm. because I don't allow the things that I need to get out to come out. And I let those things kind of like marinate and manifest and like faster in and yeah. And ruin, <laughs> you know, like some good days, some days that could have been good because I didn't communicate my emotion when I needed to. And it actually is the opposite of good communication and the opposite of healthy emotion. So is Mark good at like drawing it out of you and being like, okay, I know something's wrong. You need to tell me. Yes. He, when he's upset, he wants to talk then. Yeah. He wants to talk about everything. And he is a guy who is so unapologetically himself and so shameless where if something is embarrassing or, or uncomfortable or whatever it, but it needs to be communicated in order to help move our relationship forward. He does it without thought. And I'm a little bit more, like I said, reserved in those areas and I'm not comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's, we're complete opposites in that way, but he's definitely teaching me uh, the importance of just going ahead and getting out what I need to get out. Yeah. And, and I would because say at the end of the day, it's coming out regardless. It's just- totally. Yeah. It's like, how long am I going to like give him the silent treatment before I actually talk? Right. Like it'll I, come out. It's just giving me seven attempts to say. So I'm like the one who's like trying to draw Cause I can see, I'm like, I know there's something wrong. And sometimes it takes me like two days to get it. I'm like, we could have just done this two days ago. I know. And like when and the other thing that's so funny about me is I feel like I'm very, very rational and reasonable. Uh, like, yeah. like my, my reason is is great. I I can, (laughs) I can think even when I'm upset, I can think very rationally. Yeah. So hearing you say that, I'm like, what an idiot. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) We should just talk about it. Yeah. But when it comes to me, I'm like, no, I'm going to like, just harvest this in and lay in bed and feel sorry for myself for several days. (laughs) But then sometimes what you're probably doing too is being like, okay, is this reason enough to get in a fight? Is this reason enough to have a conversation? And like, you're probably processing it, you know, in your own way too. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
it's all about the communication guys <laughs> it really is say, like and even to say like in a situation I mean I'm not the oh god I'm not the best communicator at all either I'm like a freaking snap show sometimes um <laughs> but, <laughs> um but even to just say like hey I'm feeling weird about this I'm still processing it um let's talk about it later. Let's talk about it. You know, I need some space. And that's one thing. At least you communicated that. Yeah. Like I need to be like, rather than being like, tell me now what's going on. Like, I need to be like, okay, I'm annoyed too. I'm going to go take some space from you. I'm going to go like journal or like write it out. I know like writing it out is helpful for me. So I don't like turn totally psycho in the moment. Yeah. Like Um, you you can remain composed when you are like, yeah. Psychotic. With my pen. Yeah. (laughs) Like I made bullet points. Okay. (laughs) I will cover them, but I'm going to scream while I do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does sound so cliche where you're like, communication is key. No, but but it's the truest. But I think it's so good. So like, I truly believe that like relationships are meant to teach us things. So like having two opposite types of communicators in a relationship, I think is actually really important. So you had two silent people type, you would like never get over anything. You would never get anything accomplished. Yeah. And then if you had two super fiery people, you'd just be fighting all the time. So Mm -hmm. well, maybe I just change my perspective on me and Mark and it's instead of seeing it as a you know as a hiccup in our in our communication maybe it's actually a no you guys are like learning about you guys are literally learning how to be better communicators both of you there's probably times where maybe he needs to process things more maybe you know I don't know maybe he does maybe he doesn't but he's probably learning things from you as well yeah that's actually very true yeah there you go we went deep. We got deep. We got deep. (laughs) Okay. So that's amazing about relationships. I want to know what mindset shifts did you have to make being in this like crazy situation? Um, I get so many questions about how to feel grounded when you're on vacation and like, um, how to just like still feel like yourself and not feel frantic. Like what were there certain like mantras or like, you know, words to live by that really helped you remain connected to yourself um like while I was on big brother yeah and even like now like even if you're like on vacation if you're feeling like out of your environment I think uh my 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 biggest mindset that I took into big brother is is the 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 thought of what serves me Mm-hmm. What what am I gonna do today, this morning, before I start my day that will serve me? What am I gonna in this fight or this argument remain instead of letting chaos take over? That that moment where I could remain composed, that's where it, that little quality of mine came in real handy of reminding myself to stay calm in chaos. Mm-hmm. And ask constantly asking. I think I ask myself every single day in almost every situation, how does this serve me? How will yeah. this serve me? Yeah. And that was less about trying to stay grounded or stay, you know, in my element because in Big Brother, you're so far removed that you don't even, I don't even think that there's anything that makes you feel yeah. um, normal, you know? And so, and you're, and you're so <laughs> distracted, not distracted. That's not even a good word for it. You're so focused on that $500,000. You're so motivated by it that every move you make is determined by that goal. Yeah. And so that was my main thing. Um, 
is just what, what serves me? What can I do today that will, and I think it's been a great thing to take with me outside of Big Brother. Again, it's, I don't think it's really answering your question, but it's the thing. No, it, it totally is. Because I think it, like when you're out of your environment, all you have to feel grounded is your internal dialogue. And that's how you can connect with yourself. So whether you're on vacation or you're at a stressful meeting or you're somewhere where you just like don't feel like yourself, having internal dialogue is your way of like being mindful and like being present um, and being in the moment rather than just sitting there being like, what the fuck's going on? And like stressing yeah. out and freaking out so like connecting to yourself in that way is super super important and that's like that's the only home you have is inside your own head and your own energy essentially yeah no you're actually so right and uh I love that that I have that takeaway from big brother and that's still something that is like that resonates really clearly with me is what serves me Mm -hmm. and I think it helps me wake up every day and live a, a really intentional day And sometimes I wake up and I realize what's going to serve me that day is rest. And so it's, I I feel like the the people that are, (laughs) um, again, I, I, I'm starting to think of these bloggers or people that I look, look up to on social media and they live such intentional lives. And every day they're like, they're grinding and hustling and all this stuff. And so making, making sure my my internal dialogue realizes that sometimes what's serving me best is a day off. Yeah. Helps me not feel bad when I'm seeing other people not resting. Yeah. And I mean, like at the end of the day, even though they're not showing that they're resting, they probably are. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, so true. I think knowing when it's time to stop. And at the end of the day, like hustle like I don't even like the idea of ever having to hustle or grind like I'm like I want I believe that success can be fucking easy and I want to like believe that and like go I'm way more a work smarter not harder kind of yeah 100 percent. so yeah I mean I think that's to just like really listen to your body so important so I mean tell us about your venture into blogging and I know you <laughs> that you call it linking your pajamas, <laughs> but I, yeah. I love, like, I, I totally follow you for fashion inspo. Oh my gosh. Thank like, you. Such a great, um, transition for you. So how did, how did this all kind of evolve into your next step? Honestly, accidentally, um, you know, I had a bit of a platform before big brother and, um, I obviously it j- jumped up quite a bit. And my, my main goal coming off of Big Brother was to start a podcast. Uh, that's my passion, just talking in microphones and <laughs> hearing my own voice. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't done that yet, which is something that irritates me every day. But I also know why I haven't done it yet. And I have to take a step back and and remember that timing is important. Um, but in that same breath, I also have to, I'm a perfectionist in a lot of ways. And so something that I have to also remember is not to wait for perfection. Cause even if you're doing it perfect, it's not perfect. Yeah. So my, my goal, my biggest goal is to start a podcast and, um, that is still on a, a burner. It might be a back burner right now, but it's, it's on there. It's on low heat. Mm-hmm. And it's in the works, but it's, it's yeah, exactly. Uh, the thing that ended up happening is I, I am an influencer, a social media influencer. So I have an agent and I post 
ads on social media or sponsored posts. Um, I never saw myself doing it. I actually always thought like, oh, Elena, come on, don't be that girl. You know, like I not too terribly long before I went on Big Brother, this girl I came across on Instagram was doing what I thought was an, I didn't know her personally, but I just came across it and it was like an ad for a laxative. And I was like, people will just do anything oh my for money. It was like a parody post making fun of ads. Oh, and so I was like, okay, well, that's funny. It is kind of funny. Like I, I saw something and it was like talking about how all the girls are advertising the skinny tea. And it's like, you know, they're all going to take a dump after this photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's not skinny tea. That's detox. Like you're, yeah. you're going to have the runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a, again, a new mindset about it. I'm really intentional about what I post. I work with uh, products and companies that I believe in the product. And I, if, somebody offers me a lot of money and I didn't like their product, I'm not going to post about it. Totally. And that's just uh, saving my own brand and reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am doing that. And I just recently got linked up with like to know it, which is, I feel like, I feel like everybody should know what like to know it is, but I'm learning that not everybody does. No. Okay. Tell us about it. Cause I've seen it, but I don't know enough about it. So the company is called reward style and they, it's just genius. It's what, what we all want to do, just sit around and shop online. And it's basically, they created a functionality um, to where you can shop people's Instagram. And they recently just changed the feature up a little bit where it used to be, if you were a consumer signed up with like to know it, if you liked my photo, my like to know it photo, not every single one of my photos has been linked to like to know it. But if you liked a like to know it photo, all of my outfit details would be emailed to you. Mm. And they just changed the functionality of this feature on Instagram to where now you um, have to screenshot the photo and you can get the email or you can shop via the like to know it app. And it does sound a little bit complicated, which is the worst part about it because it really is such a cool thing. But uh, once you are a consumer and you get signed up and you've kind of used it a little bit, it's amazing. And, you know, I can link great AG jeans, but the rest of my outfit be from Forever 21 or H&M or Urban Outfit. You know what I mean? It's all the things. I can link my makeup. I can. That's so smart. Well, and I think that's so needed because there's so many times where I'm like, someone will like post something that only tag one of the things. I'm like, no, I want the fucking shirt, not the pants. (laughs) Yeah, like help a girl out. Help a girl out. I'm here for the answers. Yes. So I've gone on so many deep dives trying to like find out. I've even like been like almost a troll on a blogger's thing and be like, why didn't you take your shirt? I need to know what this is. Like, tell me where those dang shoes are from. Yeah, like, exactly. They're in the picture. Don't surprise your me. job. <laughs> yeah. So I totally got into like to know it by accident. I never had plans to be a fashion blogger, but it's, it lines up with kind of, I think what my brand is and what I, what I want to be mm-hmm. and what I see myself being for yeah. my followers. Mm-hmm. And that is my main goals. Like my trigger words are funny, relatable. Like Mm -hmm. those are the things I want to be for the people that choose to be in my life. Mm -hmm. So I am not a 5'8", size zero blonde with five perfectly manicured children and (laughs) food in the crock pot and an entirely DIY house. Like, that's just not what it is. And I think that's why I like you so much. Thank you. And (laughs) it's funny because it's going back to to social media and what it it does for 
these poor girls who who see perfection online that's almost unattainable. And this is no shade at any blogger or anybody that just simply has their life together more than me. But when I, my biggest pit with seeing these bloggers and influencers online is just like, who can do that? Who in their regular life needs that thing or can pull off that look at their clerical desk job? (laughs) And, you know, they're using these makeup YouTube stars are getting free products and free tools that nobody can afford Mm -hmm. and making these, like, glamorous looks that no one can execute nor would they need to. And yeah, so- I mean, I think it just goes back to like everything being for someone. It's like, it's like goop, for example, like 15 year olds should not be fucking reading goop. Yeah. You know? And I think it just boils down to like you finding like a niche of people in this market, in yeah. this market who are working that, you know, desk job or, you know, living that life, but like not wanting to like, spend a million dollars to do it or like not being able to spend a million dollars to do it. Yeah. And, and again, it's like, I'm no hate on these girls that actually live that way, but that's me as a consumer before I had a platform. I'm like, man, I'm so intrigued by it, but it almost, I got to a point where I had to unfollow a lot of people because they've made me feel bad Mm -hmm. about myself. And so I think the biggest thing for me online, my online presence is I never want to make another girl feel bad about themselves. Yeah. And I know that these, I've met some of the girls that I would have once probably felt bad yeah. when I looked at their page and they are the sweetest, kindest, you know, most amazing girls, but I'm not crafty and DIY and yeah. okay. I'm not no. going to make a five course meal for my If you saw how many dishes were in my sink right now. <laughs> I mean, same. I am sitting in my bed without sheets on it next to a pile of laundry. Yeah. Like that is my reality. And yeah. I'm really happy that like authenticity and realness is coming back in style. It's bad. Like there yeah. for a while, it wasn't popular to be relatable. Mm-hmm. It was popular to be unattainable. Yeah. And I'm happy to see that like authenticity is trending again. And that totally. finally these these followers, all of our followers' voices are being heard where they're like, I want to know what products you're really using. Yeah. I want to know what your life is really like. Mm-hmm. And so I love Instagram for that mere fact that I can, you know, get on and even if it's just on story, but like, or on a live and be really a hundred percent myself and, and share that vulnerable side of me when before I think I probably would have been scared to like my mind hadn't, and my mindset hadn't matured enough. Yeah. So with that, all that being said, I'm a little long winded if you haven't (laughs) known. I I love that. I now have a platform on like to know it because not too terribly long ago, I wore this little t-shirt dress and I tied it up as a tank top. Um, and it was cute with shorts and a sweater and sandals. And then that night I untied my knot in the dress and wore it as a nightgown. And the next morning I woke up and I put a sweatshirt on top of it and wore it into Kroger. And I'm like, look, (laughs) when other girls are talking about transition pieces, they're meaning from like spring to summer and I'm like no I'm meaning from like the bed <laughs> like I literally <laughs> haven't taken it off <laughs> like, I barely changed my underwear 
<laughs> like, I don't understand the lingo. I'm like, yeah, check out this great transition, <laughs> transition piece. And like some other blog. It's like you're wearing it for four days straight. Yes. A hundred percent. And I'll, I am that girl though. I find like a little Henley or a sweater, or, you know, pullover that's comfy and cozy. I will full on rocket for seven to 10 straight business days yeah. and post on my story every day. And finally people are like, you showered? And I'm like, Zona. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> if I did, I'd put the sh- same shirt on. Same yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, just, it, it's neat. I never really saw myself here with the, the fashion side of it. Um, but it's, it's, and I don't, I don't think that's going to be my big money maker or my passion. It's just fun. But it's, it has become fun for me in sharing sales with, with girls, you know, like I've yeah. been rocking some urban outfitter sandals that were $12. Like, hello. Yeah. 100%. So I love that I can share that with people and find affordable, wonderful products, um, skincare, makeup, clothes, and yeah, just be finding things that the, the regular girl wants. I to. love that. That's so helpful. And I mean, there's so many, like the younger girls and like just the regular girls, they need it. Yeah, just, and I, I have plans to get on YouTube and start doing some, some tutorials and, um, maybe like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to do product reviews. Like, oh, let, me, let me try all this stuff for you. So you and don't actually have to be like it. real and not be yeah, like, like not sponsored. Yeah. Just like, let me try these 10 different, you know, toners and I'll yeah. tell you what I think about them and totally. you can make, make your decision based on that. So you don't have to be the person that spends yeah. money on 10 different toners. Totally. Well, you definitely have so many options and so many amazing things you can do. And I can't wait to see it all happen for you. Girl, I can't wait either. Some days I doubt myself. I'm like, we're not, we can't get out of bed today. We're not going to be able to pull all this off. <laughs> oh no, I did that. I still do that too. Don't worry. <laughs> I think we all do. I we just... all do that. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully I'll be podcasting um, before I know it too. And you can come chat with me on my oh, podcast. Yes. Well, let me know if you need help. We'll figure it out. Let's get Yeah. I'll, I actually probably will borrow your brain. Yes. Borrow see, the brain. <laughs> see how you got started and what your story is. I'm curious to, yeah. to just learn about yeah. other people's podcast journeys. Yeah. Well, you'd be freaking great at it. That is for sure. Well, thanks, girl. So welcome. So, okay. Before we go, I want to talk about your last manic moment that you had and the last thing you manifested. So I'm going to go first. Okay. You have some time to think about it. So my last manic moment. So I have to think of a lot of these because I do like two interviews a week, but this one is a little bit more of a physical manic situation and it's embarrassing. And I was really debating talking about it, but I got a fucking cold sore in my nose in my nose. That and is so painful. It is so, I used to really judge people that got cold sores. Like you can ask my ex boss. I was really mean to him. <laughs> it was a really humbling experience to go pick up Veltrex when you actually can't see the cold sore. I'm like, they think I have herpes for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. They totally, they're, they're now, now they're the judger. <laughs> now they're the, I'm like, I deserve this. <laughs> you do. Gosh, that sucks. Um, but at least you can't see it, but it really, it was, I mean, it's quite a bit better now, but it was, it just reminds me what we're talking about because I was on vacation and I was so out of my element. 
We went to Toronto. I went to New York. We went to Palm Springs. And there were so many airplanes and so much bouncing around and so much like waking up for early flights and staying out until 4 a.m. doing karaoke. And I mean, I do my best to stay grounded. I bring crystals. I bring oils. I meditate and all the things. But my body was just not fucking having the everyday alcohol and the nights and early mornings. Um, So, yeah, my body had its own fucking meltdown. So I there bet. that's rough. It was rough. Okay. What was your last meltdown? You know, right when you asked, I imagined nine different <laughs> um, experiences all within the last week. Okay. Um, I, got, I went and got my eyelashes done this morning, actually, and it had been a full, full week. And I was, or a full month, I mean, and since I'd gotten them done, eyelash extensions. And she was like, oh my God, your eyelashes look so good. It's been this long, all this stuff. And I was like, if you only knew also how much I've cried in the last month, <laughs> like how many full blown toddler tantrum style meltdowns I've had in the last month. And it's, it's a big compliment for my eyelashes, and my <laughs> but we need to know who did these eyelashes. <laughs> I know with lashes in Frisco ladies, any DFW ladies, um, she's my girl, but Man, I'm like, it, that moment where I was thinking back to all of these meltdowns, I was like, what happened to me in the last month that I've cried this month? I feel like month? it's like, I feel like it's like an astrological thing too sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be a psychopath for a full month. I'm like, okay, I cannot blame this on PMS. This is going on. Yeah, like is Mercury in retrograde? What's happening in the universe? There was something. It, it wasn't a retro. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I, I can't pretend I know right now, but <laughs> there was definitely- mercury and retrograde means but I blame everything on it yeah it must be the retrograde it must be um, um but yeah like a couple days ago Mark and I went out on a uh walk run in our neighborhood um came, my my dog Lily is an angel straight from heaven the most well-behaved little perfect thing and she is very comfortable in her kennel which is great because that's where we leave her when we leave and I guess she she's a creature of habit. And whenever she senses that we're about to head out, she just goes ahead and gets in her kennel. And I guess we forgot to go and lock the kennel, so lock her in. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was the one day that I had left a half a sandwich and a half a cup of macaroni oh, no. on my uh, uh, coffee table. And so we get back, and the first thing I notice is Lily on the couch and there's no more food on the no. table. And I was like, no, 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 you didn't. So I was just expecting some weird poop. And of course, I I scolded her and I got mad. And then we made up, you know, an hour later. Mm -hmm. And then late that night, Mark remembered that he had a keto cup on the coffee table as well, which is basically just a healthy version of a like Reese's cup, except for it's not worth your time or money because they're disgusting. Okay. Um, (laughs) So like wannabe Reese's. Yeah, it's not, it's, there's no even peanut butter taste. Like it's like- coconut oil that should be used after your shower okay side of like pure 100 percent cocoa okay boring it's not good well anyways like I mentioned it's pure 100 percent cocoa mm-hmm. and that's like the most toxic thing for dogs and he had eaten half of it and just left the other half and I lost my mind at like 11 p.m when he realized that he had left it there and just full-blown meltdown and of course I'm blaming him as if it's his fault that he and or I didn't lock her kennel. Yeah. And that he left, just as guilty as me, left food out 
on the t- but but of course it was his fault his fault of course and I was so mad I lost <laughs> my mind that was a recent meltdown there was another situation with a plumber that I don't even want to get into <laughs> pretty embarrassing <laughs> that I I saved the meltdown for later but a meltdown came then it happened well I can't, I just feel like that's the thing it's like the reason I even do this is because it's like everyone has them everyone oh. has the meltdowns yeah it's there's but nobody openly talks about it so I like that oh yeah that this is a plot like you're using your platform for the greater good of exactly sharing with your listeners that everybody breaks down and cries exactly just because you're spiritual and you meditate doesn't mean that your life is magical it's perfect no Mark Mark had some friends in town a couple weeks ago too and him and I got into a fight like the night they came in town and of course it's like awkward and uncomfortable because now we have guests in our house yeah. and I don't really know them and I'm upset, but we don't have any privacy to them. Oh no, that's the and worst. So I literally just would lay in bed and cry or just lay in here alone because I didn't want to go out there well, or I would leave whenever they were in like another room or like at the gym and not come home for hours. Oh my gosh. Well, you probably like pictured it. Well, probably cause you were disappointed cause you pictured it being like such a good visit and like and then you're like meh this is exactly I had such high expectations for a fun weekend and I had so much work I needed to do too that when I got you know when it happened I just I literally melted down and then I was I couldn't function I just I got nothing done I wasn't productive it was I was just a horrible weekend and all of this has happened that I've mentioned in like the past two weeks (laughs) okay well we're there's a new moon in Sagittarius Sagittarius, Sagittarius. I don't even know how to fucking say it, but there's there's a new moon. Um, and well, I hope that new moon changes my life. The new moon will change the life. It's happening. This is going to okay. be a good. Well, I need to manifest that then. Manifest it. Manifest it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about the last thing I manifested, and it sa- it was so much more fucking exciting in person, you guys. So it might not even sound that exciting, but I'll try and make it sound exciting. So I've been like planning this retreat in Paris for like a year now, maybe not a year, but like probably eight months. And I am like huge on visualizing. So I just kept like picturing myself. I needed an outfit to visualize. So I like went to the like Gucci website and like picked out this blazer. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like picture myself in this blazer in this beautiful like hotel or this beautiful um, flat in Paris and, you know, visualize myself hosting this event. And so the event's planned, all is good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy the fucking blazer. I'm just going to buy it and I'm going to figure it out. And I, unfortunately, since it was so long ago, they were like totally gone, like fully sold out. Oh no. And so I like, we were in New York and I was like, oh yeah, like I know it sold out. I was like, can you guys just like check? They're like, no, there's like a size 46, but like, there's no way we could tailor that to fit you. Um, but that's like literally all that's left in the entire company. I was like, well, okay. Um, and then, so I'm like trying on all these other ones and I'm like kind of settling for this one. I'm like, oh, this is like not what I wanted. But like part of me was like keeping the dream alive. Yeah, you didn't want to give up hope. I didn't want to give up hope. And then this, like the new staff member was in the back and rummaging through stuff and fucking found one in my size. There was one left and it was in my size. And it was like, she said it was like hidden behind all these sweaters and was like, 
yeah, like not where it should have been at all. And that it must have been there for like six months. That is inspiration and like when she walked out I like literally almost dropped to the ground even my husband was like okay and he like I mean my husband probably wouldn't have been so like yeah you should buy that ridiculously expensive blazer but he was like oh now you need to buy that I was like yeah. that was like lord ordained blazer it was yeah right there was some divine intervention there was 100% I always say the universe puts stuff on hold for me because this is not the first time this has happened I so, love that that this was well, definitely the most like climactic yeah no it really it's it actually is inspired like as much as I'm being kind of facetious it really is inspirational (laughs) and more like confession than anything I am not a positive thinker and I am that is something over the last probably six weeks or so I have added to my intentions Mm -hmm. where I'm waking up and I have and when I'm asking myself how does this serve me? What am I, you know, what, what am I going to do today that serves me? What are my intentions? That that is not, that has now made my list. And admittedly, it's not coming as easily. I mean, I like to like, I have to like really, um, it, it definitely takes work, but then you also like, I went too far on the other side when I first started with this. I was like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to write down all the things I'm grateful for. And I'm going to like be so, so positive. But then I actually wasn't allowing myself to actually feel the negative stuff. So yeah. I was like pushing stuff away, pushing stuff away, pushing stuff away. And Rather like where you should really be focusing on like, okay, how am I actually feeling? Yeah. No, it's there. It's such a balance. It's finding yeah. a balance. And the reason it's on my radar now more than anything is because of Mark. He is totally the, if you feel you deserve it, the universe will serve it. Yeah. Like power of positive thinking, the secret. Yeah. Like, he is all of those things. And I am like, you are high on drugs. <laughs> you have no like reason in your brain. You're, you're not grounded to any kind of thing that's realistically happening in the world. And what, what I think I'm realizing is he's probably too far on one side of the spectrum and I am guaranteed way too far on the other side of the spectrum. You guys will balance each other out. Oh, it's so much, so much balance is happening between us. So much balance. Because that's what it was like for, that's what it was like for me and my husband too. Like I was always like, oh, I can just make this vision board and I'll get everything I want. Um, And he's very like, oh, those tomatoes are 20 cents more than these other tomatoes. Let's, let's buy the cheaper tomatoes. But now it's like, we he okay so I've talked about this on the um podcast before but you need to get this app it's um not sponsored by them but open to it um (laughs) but like listen social media like listen um yeah it's called the secret to money so like the book the secret like it's kind of hokey but it's about like the law of attraction and like manifesting um but like basically they give you a fake check every day and you fake spend it. So like it starts off with like $500 and you're like, okay, I want to buy these $500 pair of shoes. But then like it gets to a point where they're giving you like $200,000 a day and you have to fake spend it. So you have to kind of like expand your brain and your energy to what like to like the, what things actually cost. So you'd be like, okay, so I want to buy a know, Lamborghini. 10, today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I swear to you, it 
freaking changes. It like brings money in. Like my husband has like manifested so much money. And like he, once I got him on it, cause he was so like, man, I don't believe this stuff. He started doing the app and he has like manifested so much money. So many See, that's things. That's the thing I want to manifest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Above all. So, yeah, exactly. And it's like so, so good. So get the app. And like, okay, I'm totally I've manifested like a Porsche. I've met like things that I never thought I would be able to afford just because right. I like allowed myself to like plant the seed that I want it. And then you actually look at the price and you're like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe one day I could afford that. And then it's like in the back of your mind and you like, and then yeah, you're, you're not like, hey, discounting yourself. No, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's so funny because me and my cousin used to make fun of the secret whenever it first yes. came out and was really big and popular. Like we would be like, mm-hmm, yeah, no traffic today. The secret. Yeah. <laughs> like totally joking. But being around Mark, it's almost like right now I'm in the process of trying to manifest manifestation. Yeah. Because I've never, and it sounds so stupid, but I've start, never. Okay, start, pick one vision. Okay. So like pick one like experience that you want to have. Maybe it's a trip and like a certain outfit that you want to have. And like you and Mark in a certain like really nice hotel that you want to stay in and literally just picture it for every, like before you go to bed, just like think about it for five minutes. When you wake up in the morning, think about it, like have a smile on your face, talk to Mark about it, write it down. Like, just think about it. Like it literally happens. I, I honestly need to make it more of a priority. Like I said, this yeah. is just something I've been starting to like operate in yeah. more recently. And it sounds stupid that I'm trying to manifest manifestation and positive thinking, but I am totally the girl that discounts myself, counts myself out. Like, why should I, even with podcasting, I'm like, the market is so oversaturated with podcasts. Like, who's going to listen to my podcast? There's like always someone. There's like, that's yeah, the thing. There's like, always my there's, mom. Yes, yeah, there's always your mom. I'll listen. Instead of visualizing myself like in this beautiful studio that I know I want and I have already envisioned it, but like been like, okay, stop, like don't break your heart. And no, um, okay, no. So that's the thing. You can like do not like limit what you can do. And I I have a manifestation success story that I'm not allowed to share with you yet. Oh, okay. I know, and it's so it's so anticlimactic, but I'm like, it worked. Okay, well, you're going to have to tell us after. And yeah, whenever, whenever I'm allowed to share it, I totally will. And okay, I yeah. think it's it's really, I would say, like my first really big like manifestation where I was like, you know what? I'm going to every single day just vision it. I'm going to put it like on my radar instead yeah. of that. I think it's like fear that holds people back from stuff like this because totally. they, they like honestly fear failure. fear failure and fear disappointment. Yeah. Um so much more than they desire the success or whatever it is. Um, And now that I have manifested said thing and it's, you know, kind of coming to to fruition, finally, my fear is starting to take over again where I'm like, oh, what if I screw it up? Or like, what if it, you know what I mean? Yeah, you need to read (laughs) The Big Leap. Go by The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Okay, let me just jot this down before I forget. (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's about like self-sabotage and like how we think we Oh my god. I am such a self-sabotager. Yeah. The more that I'm talking to you today, I'm like, do I even have hope to correct all of my flaws? You do. <laughs> oh girl, if I could do it, you could do it. Trust me. And now I'm like so far on the other side. So I I love it. Okay, well then you're I want to manifest 
all of the things that you've already manifested. Yes. Tell me a list. <laughs> Stick with me, kids. Stick with me. Um, but no, I really think it, it more than anything, I think Mark has taught me the power of positive thinking. Yes. Um, the law. You manifested Mark. You manifested I, Mark and he's teaching you how to manifest. There you I go. think my mom manifested Mark okay. for me. <laughs> <laughs> But once I started realizing, like, wait, hold on, this guy's a keeper. Like, yeah. how do I actually, like, reel a guy in and keep him around? Yeah. Maybe I have actually manifested him without realizing it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm in the process right now, more than anything, of manifesting positive thinking as being a part of my, you know, my mindset shift and yes. it being a, you know, a resident, not just a visitor. And, yes. um it's uh, onward and upward. I'm just going to keep getting better at it and keep practicing it, which it does sound kind of your life will change. I feel like I need to go back and read the secret, but not as a joke. I like, I, I wouldn't, I feel like the the book is like kind of hokey. It is a little bit. Okay. So I don't feel that like that. No, no. I I don't think I've even fully finished reading it because I was just like, "Eh." what's the app again? It's called the secret to money. The secret to money. Okay, yeah. well, I'm downloading now. Download. Ah! Oh my gosh, I wish we didn't have to stop. But I know you're fun. Where do you live? Maybe I'll come visit you sometime. I live in Vancouver. You better come. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! No way. Way. Why did yeah. I think you were in LA? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just like I'm like oh. I she, come to LA she, a lot. She uses crystals and she has a podcast yeah. and like she's she way cooler than me. She's definitely from LA. <laughs> no thank you I love it well um me and Mark will have to swing by sometime yes come to Canada we I I have a weird obsession with Canada I love it good so we want it we've been talking about doing a Canadian road trip so oh my god amazing not in the winter (laughs) exactly cool this has been like the most fun I'm so happy to have actually gotten to chat with you you too oh my gosh okay well let everyone know where they can find you I am on the internet just at Elena Davies it's e-l-e-n-a d like dog a v like victor i-e-s that's uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Venmo. Oh, there we go. Amazing. <laughs> I'm Now I'm manifesting all of your um, yes. your listeners to Venmoing well, me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the secret God. to money, people. Just ask. Yeah, the for secret it. to money. <laughs> when, you ha- when you have a, a big audience, just ask for it. Just ask for the money. That's all you need to do. Oh my God. Okay. Love you so much. This has been so great and can't wait to chat again. Yes, me too. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thechakragirlco. Amberly loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.